Hi, my name is Cash Hovey. I host On Air with Cash on YouTube. I'm honored to be a guest on Elias's show, The Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I currently have Undateable John on Amazon Prime, as well as Hollywood.com, directed by Mika Borum on Amazon Prime. You can watch Mayhem of the Mind coming soon, and please tune into our show, On Air with Cash, on YouTube. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. You it. it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Cash, welcome to the cave. Elias, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. We've been well, following each other for months now. We've been watching each other's show, man. And this is, you know, this is fun to have you on the show. We'll talk about a little about your show as well and everything else. Oh, looking forward to it. This is amazing. I'm, I'm honored to be in the cave. There you go, man. So, so yeah, look, so I was doing some research on you, man. The listeners recently saw you in Hollywood.com where we, uh, you know, we both had Mika on. You're good friends with her. Yes. It's going to be an exciting time, you know. And you also have your show on air with cash. You've been busy the last few years, man. It's, it's been a great uh, couple of years. I'm very fortunate. I know Mika, I've known since we were kids and we shot that a while back. And then yeah. it was really recently, the last couple of months, she hit me up. And it, it's amazing too, because it was right when she reached out, Hollywood.com's release, she came on my show. I know she did your show. And literally every time I turn on the TV, one of her movies from when we were kids is on TV. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll dive right into that too. But uh, before we get into you and your projects, man, like, how did you decide like you wanted to get into entertainment industry? Like what made you fall in love with it? I was always, oh gosh, I always remember Back to the Future and um, Beverly Hills Cop were always on TV. Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, all that was huge. And me and my friends, we had like Ghostbuster gear. We had like the, the packs. And then we were always like recreating scenes from Back to the Future. And so we were just always putting on plays and performing. And then when we were able to have... Um, when my dad trusted us with his video camera before I got my own it was yeah. this long before we all had iPhones, we could just pull them out. We had cameras in our pockets, basically. Right. Um, yeah. We were just always making videos with uh, friends in the neighborhood who are, you know, actors and musicians and are doing really well now. So it's uh, it's been a fun journey. You mentioned a lot of eighties movies. You're eighties junkie like me. I love the eighties. Oh, such an eighties. Those, I just feel like that's the soundtrack of my childhood. Those movies were always on. I mean, my dad was always watching like fast times, animal house, Beverly Hills Cop, Back to the Future. Those were, uh, yeah, I feel like those were the movies I was raised on. That's awesome. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Sherman Oaks. Oh, okay. All right. So, so, like, valley so boy. what's that? I'm a valley boy. There you go. So uh, who did you look up to in the acting world? Was there anybody that you also looked up to? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mentioned uh, Back to the Future. So definitely a huge Michael J. Fox fan. Okay. He was always... Um, just just all of his other movies too, like Back to the Future, Secret of My Success. I watched so many of those growing up. And then uh, probably when I was around 11, I actually, uh, don't judge my mom, she's amazing. She let me watch Pulp Fiction with her when I was 11 <laughs> because everyone in my class had seen it. So she didn't want me right. to be singled out. And th so really that's got me into Tarantino and I got really into Pulp Fiction. I watched, and then gradually, you know, with Jackie Brown, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And um, also, uh, when I was when I was a little kid, like Leonardo DiCaprio's career was really taking off. I'd already watched Gilbert Grape and his earlier work. And then so when Titanic happened, it was mm -hmm. like I was already very familiar with his work and already a fan. And so I feel like I and I'm really um, he was always someone I looked up to as well as uh, just his acting roles, his passion for film. And uh, yeah, there's just so many I could go on with just so many different actors and filmmakers yeah. at different points in my life. You mentioned Leo. You can't forget that he was on Growing Pains. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes, a lot of people pains. forget I, that. 
A lot of people forget that. He was Luke. I remember. No, I remember, especially leading up to when Titanic came on, they were always playing those Growing Pains reruns. So, uh, so uh, when you did you go to school for acting? Like, what was like one of the first things you did after you like you graduated high school? What was the plan? Well, I started acting. I guess when I really started pursuing it, it was in middle school. I was in okay. uh, the school plays. Then when I started high school, I was in an acting workshop, which did lead to me getting an agent. And, and then I, I studied, I went to it. There was like Daphne Kirby. She was in the Valley. I did study at Ivana Chubbuck studio. Uh, I studied with, uh, who else? Gosh, I mean, there were just so many different seminars and great programs I did. And then I did study uh, theater and film at uh, LA city college and uh, Cal state Northridge. Oh, wow. I did. When I was doing some research on you, I did notice that did you do stand-up classes too. Got okay, it. I did. I did do a stand-up class prior to uh, the pandemic, and I did have my first uh, stand-up show, uh, which was virtual. Oh wow! How did that go? I, I think it went better because it was virtual. I was—I'll be honest. I can—I <laughs> just getting up and telling jokes. I was so terrified about what um, about getting up live. So I felt like, okay, you know, this will be a good buffer or a good practice run where I could go up and, you know, it, it was a good practice for me because I was, I was in my studio. I told, you know, in certain jokes, you could tell which ones uh, the audience responded to, and then you could tell where there's yeah. crickets. So, uh, but, but the process I have so much respect for, I have a lot of friends who are comedians who um, I've worked with and collaborated with. So it was, it was a muscle I wanted to exercise. And so, yeah. um, Anyway, I'm glad I had that that opportunity. Would you ever do it now? Now that things are opening up, would you ever like try to go open mic? Like, yeah, I totally. I, I'd consider. I don't know what I talk about now. I mean, the thing, what I learned too is just even get the um, just the material, like really talking about what's um, oh gosh, like what you're going through, and then how it relates to an audience. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a different process of writing because I've written comedy, and. Like me, I'm, I'm much more of a, you know, I want to study the scene. Give me a few takes. Mm. I mean, the thing with stand-up is you're live. You you really right. have, you know, you have to execute the joke. It's all about timing. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a challenge, but it's definitely, so, I mean, I have so much respect for anyone who does uh, comedy and gets up there and yeah, I, I would totally do it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And what do you have to lose at this, at this point, right? Exactly. <laughs> so before the pandemic, you also did a project Mayhem of the Mind. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. Mayhem of the mind. That was actually my second collaboration with Kathy Cola. She came to me with this brilliant idea. So it's kind of like a twilight zone, black mirror on Netflix kind of a vibe. And so basically we, we shot the pilot uh, during one weekend. It was great. Basically it's um, Kathy and my good friend, Ron Robinson, who I've collaborated with on numerous projects. They're this uh, married couple. They move into this neighborhood. And for some reason, everybody looks like me. So um, <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah. So it was really cool to play some different characters and uh, see where it leads up to. And we premiered it at Film Fest LA Live in uh, November, just before the pandemic. We won about five awards and uh, it was just a blast. I love working with Kathy and Ron and Film Fest LA Live has just been a great platform for uh, upcoming artists. So I am. Um, yeah, the whole process. was great. Oh, and I got to give my mom her first real on screen role as well, too. My mom's been in the business forever, but this was her first time like on screen. Oh, wow. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was great that we got to work with each other in a, on that level as well. <laughs> you mentioned it was a pilot. It was like the plan to try to make more episodes of this? Oh, yes. Kathy has a few scripts. And actually, you know, I actually met up with Kathy about a week ago and uh, she has some new scripts. So once everything's, you know, fully opened, uh, yeah. we want to go back to work and uh, get, get wow. the show going. So what's the plan? Like, like a streaming service? for it yes well so we have the pilot we're still shopping that one around she's had some meetings um there's a few platforms that we think would you know that would be a good fit for it and yeah but we still want to 
keep uh, cranking them out regularly. Yeah. You mentioned platforms. What's your favorite? What's your favorite these days? Oh gosh, um, yeah, I really did get into Amazon uh, the last uh, year, and I do have to say because there's two movies. Well, Mika's movie Hollywood.com. I have a cameo in that, and then Undateable yeah. John. Uh, there, that's on Amazon Prime. And there was a Tinder dating comedy I did a while back. That was on Amazon Prime as well, too. It was called As in Kevin. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, and Hulu is great, too, because there's just so many um, new movies and shows uh, that that it's turned me on to. And, uh, and Netflix, man, it's, um, yeah, there, there's so much great content out there. It's like, and it feels like every day there's something new that's coming out for streaming. Oh, exactly. Pretty soon cable's gone. It's all streaming. <laughs> I know. Actually, it's a big thing because my dad, he, I actually just got him into um, the apps and different streaming services. And. Uh, he's like, cash, I'm cutting the cable. <laughs> I know, man. It's tough. So uh, so Hollywood.com, how did you get involved with that film? Did you know well, Mika before, before the... A... Did you know her before this? Oh, yeah. I've, oh, gosh. I knew Mika when we were... Mika was always like... Well, I, I don't have to tell you. I mean, she was in everything, basically, in the 2000s. So when we right. were growing up, she was in all these hits like Blue Crush, The Patriot, uh, Riding in Cars with Boys, um, Along came a spider. And so we were, I was filming a movie called Jack and Cocaine, which is available on Vimeo now. And we were filming that in like in Venice and Melrose. And I remember she actually called me and said, Hey, Cash, you know, I'm filming in Venice. Uh, would you do a cameo in this movie for me? I'm like, you know what? I'm actually filming in, in Venice. What time do you need me? And I just, I really just went in and shot it uh, during our, our lunch break. And then it was, it was great. I got to work with Mika and then, uh, shoot the cameo and then uh, went back to filming my film. And then it was actually the funny thing too, was right around that time I had just done undateable John with uh, which Tom Arnold is in. So she was like, Oh yeah, Tom yeah. Arnold's in this movie. So I just love with, with Meek. I just feel like our worlds are always kind of uh, colliding or, um, or meeting up, I should say. Yeah. That's awesome. And you played with the barista in that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> the agitated barista. The, or actually it's the rightfully agitated barista. Right, is how they right. credit- <laughs> that's how they credited me. So did you even like, how do you like even prepare for something like that? You just kind of like had like two lines and you pretty much went there, did it quickly. Pretty much, yeah, Mika just, uh, she, you know, she told me the cash, like, oh yeah, you know, I got all these great cameos. We'd love to have you. And I'm like, yeah, sure, bring it up. So I, I, I rolled in and uh, she gave me the general gist and uh, the other actor that I was working off, if he was so brilliant, so funny. And it was just even me trying to keep a straight face and be agitated with him was, uh, it, it was great. We did it a few different ways. Mika liked what I did. And uh, it was, I'm so happy for her. I mean, she's been on a roll uh, since it, since it came out and, and, uh, yeah. yeah, Mika's just a very passionate artist. She really cares about her work. We actually just shot something yesterday, which was incredible. Uh, we got to use a drone. And um, yeah, I'm, I was just really honored to be part of it and that she uh, considered me for this. That's awesome. So I mentioned earlier also that you, uh, you, know, you have a show, Air with Cash. Tell us about that. Like, how did you come up with that idea? What made you jump into it? Oh, absolutely. Well, like I said, I was working, I, I had taken a stand. I was doing stand-up and stunt training right before the pandemic. So I'm glad I got to get... Uh, you know, those were like my last in-person, um, uh, what should I say? Uh, yeah, like my last in-person activities before we closed up. And I, I'd really been in a podcast. I'd been working with some great uh, comedians the last, uh, the years prior. And just so many, either whether they were colleagues of mine or artists I looked up to, a lot of people were doing podcasts, you, you included, sir. It's great right. to be here. And I was, um, so basically what it started was I was, we were doing Instagram lives with other colleagues and we were just, and this is right when the pandemic started. So we were yeah. really talking about what we were going through, what we were um, just different creative outlets we were uh, working on during this time. And then, but my goal really was to have a, um, you know, a talk show or podcast. And so really it was after, after taking the classes 
after having the virtual show and interviewing different people, I just really invested in some new equipment. I got a new setup. And my dad actually, the sign that I used, my dad had actually gotten that for me for my birthday last October. And it had a good good sound to it. So I'm like, well, let's mm. let's call the show that. And so then we um right away I reached out to my good friend Jackie Moore, who's um has a lot of movies on Lifetime right now. She's been in the West World, The Odd Couple. Um and she, oh, my nightmare best friend was on Lifetime. She was great in that. And um, so anyway, she came on, we talked and it was great. Um, I was, I've really been fortunate for a lot of the guests that we've had. Everyone's very interesting. They, I really admire uh, the work that they've done. And I feel like uh, really with the show too, is when there are, whenever there's like a mutual respect or, or actually this is something interesting that happened. So um, uh, my publicist, he put me in touch with a Jesse Cove from Cobra Kai yeah. and we had him on the show and I was a big fan of the series. I had met Jesse a few times prior to that, just, you know, in the industry and at events and stuff. And when we talked, we like our lives paralleled a lot too. as far, well, you know, his, you know, he grew up around Karate Kid, obviously uh, yeah. from his father, but like Pat Johnson was the first sensei that I broke aboard with and he's the referee in the Karate Kid movies. And so I felt like um, it, it just really added to a great conversation. We were both fascinated with the same films and the same um had similar upbringings so i mean like that was an inspirational experience and then even uh with uh, mika i mean that was just like i said we'd grown up together and it was right when her movie came out that we're like okay let's get on the show and then even just when we look at our timelines and the stuff we went through so i really like to engage with artists and i just feel like different artists who i respect they, they inspire me so uh, when you first started like doing the show and everything like how do you did you also reach out to guests like, oh, first of all, it's like, are you a one man person? Do you do everything or do you have people that are actually helping you out with the show? Oh, no, I'm definitely a team player. Actually, uh, my mom's uh, she's uh, a producer and she books the talent on the show and she's also directed a few episodes. So, uh, no, and my mom's always been there for me. She's supported me throughout my career. And so I, I give um, highly respect uh high level of respect to my mother. And uh, no, she's really um, helped me out with this. And yeah, there are a few people that uh, I've, I'm friends with that I'll, I've reached out to. Um, next week, we actually have Courtney Palm, who's an old friend of mine. She's uh, She was in Zombievers and uh, she has three movies coming out this year. Oh, she was also in Sushi Girl. And uh, yeah, so we had a really long talk about just her career, her films that should be coming out, I believe next week we shot it. So yeah, there's uh, certain people that I've been able to just contact and be like, hey, you know, let's come on the show, let's have a good time. And then uh, there's other publicists that my mom has relationships with that she'll reach out to. So yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, we're, we're a family business and we compliment right. each other. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Kind of like, you know, like, like there's days where I get pitches and I decide who I want to put on. And there's other days where it's like, Total silence. You ever get like exactly. that with your show too? That, so that does happen. Me. There's certain days there's nothing going on. And I don't, is that honestly, and I got it. I mean, I've been really, um, cause I'm in, I'm in such a go mode all the time. I'm ready to just boom, boom. But even when it's, when it's, um, when, when it's, uh, radio silent. I'm like, you know what? I need to go to the driving range or I need to just get, let me get another workout. And I'd really try to balance myself with activities and just be like, okay, this is time to let go. And then, and then tomorrow, then you get five emails. Oh, great. Now I got a book. Now I got a uh, next week's right. covered. <laughs> do you ever, uh, do you ever sit there sometimes like in front of your computer? I do it sometimes. So like I put my kids to bed and I'm like, all right, I'll go on IMDB or something like, like who can I go after and start writing pitch emails? Do you ever do that? Oh gosh. Oh, I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this, or I, I think I, I was talking, we had a conversation. Basically it's so hard for me to watch a movie or show now without opening my computer and be like, Oh, I wonder who that actor is. Who, who are they rep by? Or it's, you're always so fascinated by, um, or like, Oh wait, I met that person. Yeah. We, we hosted something together a while back and Oh, we have the same agent or the same manager that, yeah. Oh gosh, that actually happened recently. There was a, my manager rep, um, had uh, two clients and I mean, it was kind of similar with, um, 
uh, my publicist where it was just, hey, you know, let's let's collaborate and get each other on the show. So uh, we had a uh, Brandon Stewart and Simone Harrison, uh, both are doing great things. So, you know, because of our manager that worked yeah. out. And then, yeah, then there's other times too, when, um, you know, I'll be watching stuff throughout my mom, Hey, you know, what did you think of this show? What do you think of this actor? And my mom's the same way. Cause we're always, we're always yeah. binging different shows. My mom will come to me with ideas and it's like, Hey, you know, I just saw this show. What do you think of this actor? So yeah, we're always just, uh, it's, amazing the way my mom I'm the works. same way like when we watching something my wife's like why are you grabbing your phone I was like i'm about to send an email to get try to get this person on because we're just watching this because you know I, i'm guilty of the same thing that's the same thing when me and my mom have like our our, our uh, weekly dinners or like our, our like weekly binge things we'll be like okay you know that's what are your ideas and then we'll be watching something and then a, a new idea will come up right who's been your favorite uh interview so far that you've done oh wow there's been a few of those oh gosh yeah it's really hard for me to say exactly which one but um oh my goodness well yeah I'll, I'll start you know mika was just incredible as i said because you know of our history we'd grown up together and then to have something yeah. that we both worked on uh that was amazing jesse's was amazing as well and then um oh we all actually this was a special one too we had um uh, samantha bailey who's on just add magic she's awesome and also um my ron who i told you about ron robinson his daughter yeah. loves just add magic so that came up in the conversation. Samantha gave a shout out to Soleil, Ron's daughter. So that was like a, that was a special episode. And then uh, actually, oh, and then uh, Jax Malcolm, he's um, incredibly talented kid. He's been on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and um, actually him and Samantha, me and um, I had my good, Caitlin O'Connor was another one too. She's um, okay. She's been American Satan, Paradise City, both on Amazon. And so we were on the show, or we had her on the show. We did an interview and Caitlin's one of my dear friends. Um, and we were talking about, we we're talking about social media and then uh, TikTok came up and we were both saying, yeah, you know, we don't understand TikTok. We're like, oh, we're getting old. That's the one social media we don't get. <laughs> and um, I referenced because uh, Jax is, and Samantha were both big into TikTok and they're doing videos. So I, I uh, referenced both of them in the interview and then they reached out and said, hey, Cash, why don't you, you and Caitlin come over and we'll show you how it's done. We'll do a TikTok day. So it was cool that we, you know, me and it, that came out yeah. of me and Caitlin having a conversation. And then we had two colleagues of ours reach out and be like, hey, let's take the show live and let's have a fun activity. Mm, yeah. So you met, you keep mentioning Jesse and like I had him on the show also during the last season of Cobra Kai man he's very down to earth very nice guy yeah, that's what I got I, I always got that impression from him when I met him and uh, really when I got to sit down and do the interview that's what I got is uh, from him as well too uh, no much respect towards Jesse I think he's very driven he's um, uh, he's very motivated and uh, no I'm really happy that you've had him on that I've had him on I'm just happy for him and all of his success. Yeah. Dream guest. Do you have a dream guest that you want to try to get on? Oh gosh, there's, there's been a few. Um, gosh, who would I say? Um, yeah, I do want to give a shout out to Michael Rosenbaum because he was actually one of the reasons that made me right before the pandemic. He was someone who he, he turned me on to his show. We were working together and I was just really fascinated by his podcast, which is, um, he calls it inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Right. And it was just really the way that he engaged with his guests and he really cares. And there were a few episodes in particular that, um, that meant something to me just as far as the dialogue and how much he cared about his guests. And he was really moved by that. And he, he really shared with me the, uh, the behind the scenes. And so he was definitely a, um, an inspiration for me wanting to do the show. And if uh, we get to um, work with each other again or down the line, he wants to come on. I'd uh, that'd be an honor. Yeah. It's funny that you just said that because I just sent out an email earlier today to try to get him on. I've tried Amazing. a few times. He is really hard to get on. He's always busy. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah he's, I know he's always doing something. Too. We were always, 
gosh, even when we were working together, he was just showing me different pictures. And, and I forgot how many uh, things that he had done. I mean, I always remembered him growing up with like Smallville. And yeah. and then it was funny, too, because he they kept playing um, Bringing Down the House, the Steve Martin movie. And he's such a, a, a comedy guy. He loves uh, Batman, Michael Keaton. And then he was telling me stories yeah. about Steve Martin and then getting to meet Michael Keaton. So Michael's. Um, yeah, if you get him, definitely. I'd uh, he's, he's a great guy. So uh, besides when you're when you're not working and you're not working on the show, like what do you enjoy doing any time off? Lately, well, I just got some new golf clubs, so I've been at the driving range a lot. Uh, there's a few spots in uh, in LA that we've been going to. Um, I love going to movies. I know it's been so hard to do that. I did actually get to go to uh, a drive-in of Godzilla vs King Kong last couple months. Really can't wait to get out and uh, see the theaters again. And then um, what else? Oh, I, and I rollerblade. I rollerblade a lot too. I got some new blades as well. Yeah. Well, what's next for you? Any other like projects that you got coming out? Right now, I'm right now. My focus is the show, and I'm. We I had a meeting with Kathy Cola last week. Um, I'm talking to some other colleagues, and uh, we are we are scheduled to have another Cash Hovey and Friends film block at Film Fest LA Live in November. So uh, we'll have some new content by then. And um, yeah, right now I just want to focus on the show, enjoy the summer, take some meetings, and yeah, I just uh, I, I can't wait to get back to work. I'm so glad that the uh, everything's reopening again. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, for the listeners and the viewers. How can they find you on social media and how can they find your show also? Absolutely. So my name is Cash. It's K-A-S-H. My last name is H-O-V as in Victor E-Y. I'm at Cash Hovey on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and my my show on air with cash it's on air with cash but the s is a dollar sign and that's on youtube uh please reach out follow we love collaborating and uh, we really appreciate everyone's support and elias i can't thank you enough for having us on today oh you're welcome cash this was great uh, thanks for coming on anytime Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time.